Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, everybody. Welcome to the Odd My Block Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Wall. Mon Green will not be joining us today as he is at a, I believe he is at a golf tournament. I'll tell you what, unfortunately for everybody out there, Amon is a, a very busy man down in Nebraska. Now he was a busy man in Green Bay doing a lot of things, especially doing a lot of things with the Packers, but man, they got him moving in Nebraska now. He was at a charity dinner last night, some golf function today. They're rolling out the red carpet everywhere he goes. And you, it's funny because we're, we're old now. And Amon was like in the 90s, man. Like he was Tommy Frazier, Scott Frost, Amon Green, the Nebraska Cornhuskers was the real deal. So he goes back to Nebraska now as the uh, esports coach and professor and uh, is getting uh, – there's just a ton of stuff to do. I believe he has his own radio show in the local, at the uh, local Nebraska radio as well. So shout out to Amon. Hope you're golfing well today. I don't remember him being a great golfer, but – I wouldn't bet against him on betonline.ag because betonline is your number one source for all your basketball info, stats, news, and scores. Get the latest odds and lines, including the latest player reports for this year's pro basketball playoffs, also known as the ABA Finals. BetOnline is also your sports information headquarters this season as we have you covered for all your sports wagering needs, basketball, Major League Baseball, NHL, right to UFC fighting, boxing, and, of course, eSports. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting information, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games. You can play right for your home. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Be sure to use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your first 50% welcome bonus on that first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. There's a couple interesting things that, uh, listen, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't really care about OTAs in minicamp. We've talked about this before. I think that Players need to spend the offseason getting bigger, faster, stronger. They need to – obviously, they do need to get in their playbook. If they can find some technical help, they should go find some technical help, become the best versions of themselves, like all of that stuff. Do you sleep right? Do you, do you, are you eating right? Do you, or do you lift on a schedule that's going to make you the strongest, fastest version of yourself? Are you bulletproofing your body? Are you building body armor? Are you being, becoming a technical master? Are you understanding how to watch film? The problem is, realistically – you don't have that much time in the building anyways. They've done a, a really poor job. The NFL PA has, has used time in the building as a bargaining chip, largely because they couldn't get the money that they wanted. The owners kept taking the money, clawing the money back, percentage of money back. So their piece of the pie wasn't going to get any bigger. So what did they say? Oh, we want to go and we want to, I we don't want to, centers don't want to touch a football for, you know, the first four or five months of the year. And we don't want to have organized team activities that allow for hand-to-hand combat. So we can't really do any one-on-ones. And listen, I'm not for against it, but if you're a player and you want to get better, you're going to find a way to do it. We used to do it. Mike Flanagan, I would be at UNLV out in Vegas at Mark Phillippe's place, and we'd be training against Ronaldo. We'd be training against guys in the league, and we'd do one-on-ones there. We'd do one-on-ones against college kids. We'd, we'd line up. We'd, this stuff happens organically if you make it happen. There's there's a number of different things you hear tied in university, right? All this stuff. Guys will go find, they'll get together, and they'll work quarterbacks go and they work. I think Jordan Love has had guys out in California. 
the receivers to work on their stuff to build that chemistry. They'll go find work. You don't need to be in the building to go find work. You're going to go find work. In fact, I would argue a lot of times for some of these players, a handful of these players, maybe not as many as it used to be, they're going to get a lot out of not being in the building for a long time because they're going to go find help and maybe hear it from a different voice, maybe get it in perspective, maybe that they can build out kind of their playbook, their career playbook, and then add that to what's going on in this case in the Packers organization, particularly when they get back in July and get into training camp and end of July, August. So long story short, I'm not, whether or not somebody completes a pass on day one, whether or not Jordan Love has a good day, who cares? I mean, it, they're going to have to, you have to go through this process. You have to learn, you have to grow. What is interesting is Leslie Frazier. If who, those who don't know, Leslie Frazier's had um, a really spectacular career. Started, I think the first I remember was with the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but um, most recently he was with the Buffalo Bills as defensive coordinator, and he just kind of randomly stepped away. And I don't really know if everybody understands why he stepped away at this point. My guess is he's head coach material. And for whatever reason, you know, whether he's getting older and we like younger coaches, maybe people don't vibe with his defense. Maybe they don't like the way that he presents himself. And I, who knows, but he is, uh, you're getting further away from that opportunity, Right and you're sitting up in Buffalo, you're becoming the defensive coordinator, and you've done a good job and you've had good teams, but for whatever reason, maybe he thought it was an opportunity to take a step back, reevaluate, and he went into that NFL Accelerator program, which they put up to put more, I think, minority candidates in front of owners, get those relationships going, understand that you need FaceTime in order to get the opportunities. A lot of this stuff is a lot, you know, back scratching and gland handing and, you know, cocktail hour stuff. And do I feel comfortable with this person? So the more FaceTime you get, particularly with a well-spoken, unique, um, older, not old, but older gentleman in the National Football League, Leslie Frazier, who's got a ton of experience, a ton of football knowledge and information, is a great communicator. All of those things, I think, will shine out if he's putting those in those opportunities. But who cares for us, right? What's important for the Green Bay Packers is Leslie Frazier might become a Green Bay Packers coach in some form or function during the season. There's a report out right now. And let me just pull it up real quick. It says, it says, uh, after attending the recent NFL's recent accelerator program in Minneapolis, former Bills assistant head coach and D coordinator Leslie Frazier spent two days with the Packers. He's going to be with the Commanders, going to go to the Giants, blah, 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 blah. But it says he's they're a favorite. The Packers are a favorite to land the former head coach. Now, this guy's a defensive genius. This guy's a defensive guru. And where have we completely struggled based on what the talent is on that side of the football is defensively, we just haven't been what we should. I was just looking up our stats because I didn't want to get this wrong. And last season, we were 17th in the league uh, opponents point per, points per game at 21.8. We also only averaged 21.8 points per game. So, just so everybody knows, if you average 20 points a game, you're not very good, right? You're kind of – I remember John Fox used to tell us in Carolina, the offensive – he was a defensive coach, right? So he always said, if you score 20 points a game, we should win every game because he thought his defense was going to give up like 13, 14, 15 points a game, something like that. I remember thinking to myself, if we're only scoring 20 points a game, like I'm going to go jump off a bridge because I used to scoring like 24, 27, 28 points a game being with the Green Bay Packers for all those years and being a top three offense every year. So, But uh, it says here, yeah, we're giving up. 
Uh, we're giving up 21.8 points per game. There's a bunch of different stats as far as you know, I, we were really poor. Sorry for that, guys. We were really poor, particularly with um, with our rushing defense. And so, you know, Leslie Frazier can come in, and he certainly had some, you know, he's had some pieces in place over there. He had a great back in with Jordan Poirier, Micah Hyde. Um, Ed Oliver just signed his contract. Ed Oliver is a, a first-round pick, at a, I think, out of Houston back in the day. Hasn't quite lived up to the billing, but is a really good player. Um, they had two great linebackers. Matt Bellano, I think, is still there. And then, obviously, they just had their first-round pick from a couple of years ago move on on a huge free agent deal. But they've got guys. Obviously, Von Miller's up, been up there last year. They've had guys that were very good defense. He's had success. He's stepped away now. So I guess the question is, if he comes to the Packers, what does that look like for the current coaching staff? Now, I'm just going to give you my opinion as, a, as, a, as somebody who just wants the best for the players but also knows how this stuff works, right? If I'm the defensive coordinator for the Green Bay Packers, and I just had the last two seasons and my job's under constant scrutiny, and they bring in Leslie Frazier and they go, oh, hey, we're bringing Leslie in as a special consultant. Assistant to the defensive coordinator, assistant to the head coach, special consultant. But, I mean, he's not going to get the title of defensive coordinator. I don't know Leslie Frazier at all. I just know what I've been told by other players. You obviously see him in media. You've seen him on the sidelines. It would be very difficult for someone, and he is by all means one of the best humans that you can put in a building. I think it would be extremely difficult to see what has gone on the last couple of years with the talent that they have and objectively not point out some obvious things that might be obvious to a defensive guru like Leslie Frazier about how games have been game planned, schemed, and called on the defensive side of the football. Now, if a guy like that comes in and he's not reporting directly to the defensive coordinator, in other words, Leslie Frazier has a lot of cachet when he comes in the building. He's not going to – I don't think they're going to say, hey, you're going to report to our D coordinator. They're going to report – he's going to report to either LaFleur or Goody could hire him and say, you know what, I want to know – under the guise of I want to know more about what's going on with our personnel, what do you think of our personnel, through that relationship, he could also gain – I'm talking about Goody now – could gain a lot of insight as to what's being called, how it's being called, how it's being taught. So depending on where he sits structurally, I could feel really good. In other words, if I was if I'm the if I'm the D coordinator and he's answering to me and he's reporting to me and he's giving me ideas and it's not going directly to the head coach, what a windfall opportunity. Okay. But I don't think that's going to happen because Leslie Frazier wants to be a head coach in the National Football League. So is he reporting to Matt? Or is you know, is is his chain of command Matt? Is his chain of command or is it Goody on the other side where he's going, hey, we're gonna go to this. We're going to talk about personnel, but through personnel, we're going to talk about scheme, system, and, and play call. I think it's a net positive for the Green Bay Packers. I don't know if I'm sitting in the defensive coordinator's room right now if I'm feeling great about Leslie Frazier coming in. Unless I'm, you know, even if you're like, listen, if you're really good and confident, if, if, if you're super confident that you're good at what you do, then nobody coming into the building should ever bother you. 
right? You should be aware of what's going on. And, and if they're you know moving you out, then you will find another job somewhere else. Cause that's, then you're, we're playing politics. It's something different. But if you're constantly, if you're constantly being questioned because the job that you've done over the last couple of years hasn't been great, it'd be tough to have the kind of confidence that comes with, you know, having a really good defense, calling some really good stuff, teaching, teaching these guys really good technique, being great tacklers, et cetera. So I, it's a good thing. But now every time something goes bad, it's always going to be like, well, is Leslie in line? Is Leslie in line? Is he going to take over? Is he going to take over? And if you're Matt, do you want to insert that person into your building knowing that if things go poorly, this could splinter off really quick, especially because I I like Leslie Frazier. I don't even know the guy. I mean, you listen to him talk, you have, I'll play for him. You know, really quickly, I could see players going, oh, man, why isn't he doing more? Because he's – Got it all. He's got the experience. He's he's got the cachet with the players. He's got the relationship. He's you know he's he's easy to talk to. He's got the relationship. Be super interesting. I think that would be super interesting. Something else came out this week. Romeo Dobbs asked about Jordan Love, what his capabilities are, and listen, these guys have to do what they're going to do as far as if if. Inevitably, the, the media is going to ask you the question, hey, do you, do you think Jordan is as talented as Aaron? Or do you think Jordan is as fill-in-the-blank as Aaron? Compare Jordan to Aaron. Compare, compare this person who's never played a full season of football to arguably a top three, four of all-time quarterback in terms of, in terms of talent and football intelligence. Please compare those two people. If I'm Romeo Dobbs, I go, you know what? I'm not going to compare these two people. They're two different humans. They're in two different situations. We're really excited to play with, with Jordan. From what I can tell, Jordan's got great enthusiasm for football. He has a, a, his incredible arm strength. He's very mobile, highly intelligent. I love the way that he works. I see him in there. We go through, you know, he, he had us out in California, wherever, with West Coast, throwing routes on air. You know, building that com camaraderie. Everything's going great. I love watching film with him. I love the way he sees the game. I'm learning so much from him. I can't wait to spend more time with him and learn more. But I'm not going to compare him to Aaron Rodgers. I don't think that's fair for either party. That's one way to do it. That's how 46-year-old retired person would do it. Romeo said, you know, I, basically, I don't see a big difference. You know, Jordan can do everything that Aaron can do. I'm curious as to whether or not at any point Matt OC wide receivers coach Goody president just said hey here's what we're not going to do this year we just traded away arguably the best player in the history of the Green Bay Packers arguably we are not going to put more out there in terms of media even though we think Jordan can handle it we're not going to put more out there by comparing Jordan's play style, arm strength, football intelligence, anything with Aaron Rodgers. We are just going to be as complimentary as we can with Aaron departed, how great he was for our organization, but also as excited as we can possibly be about the prospect of playing with this young, unproven quarterback who we think has a huge upside. That's what we're going to do. We're not going to say, 
they, you know, they sleep on the same side of bed. They put, they both put their pants on one leg at a time. They like pancakes for breakfast. Like we're not going to say any of that because somebody's going to go out there, grab it and shoot. I just typed in Packers news. That was like number one, two, three, six, and seven top articles to look at. Romeo Dobbs says, compares Aaron Rodgers to Jordan Love. Unnecessary, not a big deal. Learning lesson. I'm sure he'll do it differently next time. On the other side of that, elder statesman now, probably future Hall of Famer. I think definitely future Hall of Famer. David Bakhtiari, one of Aaron's, arguably Aaron's closest friend on the team, not named Randall Cobb. He's been pretty blunt about showing a level of respect for Aaron leaving the, the building and what that actually means. He actually, I think he doubled down on this because I think he said this a, a couple of weeks ago, a little bit earlier. And he said, listen, when you get rid of a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers, you're in rebuilding mode. You can call it whatever you want, but it's disrespectful. And I think he used the term disrespectful to say that they're not in rebuilding mode after trading 12. And of course, that's going to make headlines. Dave's got one of those personalities. He's got a big voice in that locker room. He's got a big voice with the media. He's got a good following on social media. He's a great personality. He's a great player. Respect the hell out of everything that guy brings to the table. And so when he talks, people are going to listen. And, oh, by the way, he's got to protect the blind side of the new guy, which he knows is his job, but he's got to protect a Hall of Fame player for his entire career. And he's great friends with him. Goody, of course, has to unfortunately go through and broach this subject. And this is part of the this is part of what it is to be a Green Bay Packer right now when you go through this transition. Of course, he disagrees. You know, the 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 point of every year is to go win the Super Bowl. That's always going to be our mission. Nothing's going to change. And I wonder, and this is just a a thought experiment, but we've talked about this in numerous times on, on the show. This season more than any season in the last 10 years is a referendum on Goody's ability to develop higher talent and Matt's ability to develop talent, Matt and his staff. They're they're who are leading the charge, the head of the table right now. We have a ton of first round picks on defense. They've underperformed. We've neglected some positions on offense. Looks like we're trying to fill those in a little bit now. I love the, we've always been great developers of talent on the offensive line whether through the draft or combination of draft and lower round draft picks and developing them. We've always done a great job of that. Bechtel did a great job of that. Campy did an outstanding job of that. Stanovich did a great job of that. We'll see how what Buckus does. Tight end position, we just got two guys that can play. You know, uh, I would argue the Musgrave is a first-round draft pick caliber player. Watson was a first-round draft pick caliber player last year. Whether he goes in the first round, you know, how you value it, blah, 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 blah. Like, from a talent standpoint, that's what you're looking at. So we have guys that are legitimate elite athletes at positions that matter in this league. Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, both Pro Bowl-level players when they're playing at their best. So they have talent. Now, can we bring it all together? Can we develop that talent? And I'm wondering, is there any scenario where a guy like Goody goes, yeah, Let's call this what it is. We're not going to win the Super Bowl this year. We are rebuilding a little bit because we did just fall away from the greatest quarterback that the Green Bay Packers have had in the last forever, right? Bart Starr, Brett, well, maybe. But 
Aaron's pretty damn good and we don't have him anymore. And so to think that we're going to go haul off and win a Super Bowl this year, next year is probably far fetched. Now to stick by your guns and think that you've done a great job and you put pieces in place that require the respect of the rest of the national football league, because you're a, a real Super Bowl contender. I think that's great. I also know that the smartest people in the room aren't even in the organization. They're in Vegas betting, placing the betting lines on these teams. The betting odds on this team over under seven and a half wins. You go to bet online, fan duel, any total. Seven and a half wins ain't getting you in the playoffs. Eight wins, not getting you in the playoffs. Nine wins, yeah. In the NFC, I don't think that's getting you in the playoffs. So if you're over under seven and a half, you have a new quarterback. Your defense is underperformed. Don't feel 100% confident in how you're going to run your offense. At least, at least the outward perception is that because of some new pieces in place, two new tight ends, running back being your strongest skill position position right now, Christian Washington getting a full work, uh, a full offseason of work healthy, bringing in Jalen Reed at the wide receiver position, Dobbs coming up in his second year. You don't really know what this is going to look like. He's going to look more like Sean McVay. He's going to look like Matt LaFleur. He's going to look like Kyle Shanahan. What is this offense going to look like? Hopefully everything – I think everybody's consensus is let's hope it looks more like Shanahan's because of the way that they can make any quarterback look really good. But do you give yourself – a little bit of leeway and go, look, man, we just, let's call it what it is. Like we got what we wanted, but Aaron is gone. And when Aaron is gone, you know, Aaron didn't walk in day one when Brett left and they didn't, they won the Super Bowl. And that, and he was hyped by players that I know during practice, he performed at a level that was so high that when everyone said, when this dude, when this dude gets his chance, watch out. That's not what it's been said here. Not that Jordan's not going to perform. Not that Jordan's not going to be the next Hall of Fame quarterback. But that's not how this has been presented. When Brett was when Brett was on his way out and he was bitching about all the things that were going on, and Aaron was was repping at practice and he was playing against scout or the first team defense, people would call me and say, "Dude, this this next guy is real. You should see his arm." You should see the way he carves up our defense. It was announced. It hasn't been that way. Maybe it's better if we set expectations a little bit differently because we could be really, really good and we could jump way, way over that hurdle. But the pressure is on in a way that has never been from the fans, most importantly, the president who runs the Green Bay Packers and the board this is a year where you're going to have to show, man, I have done my job in drafting players. I have done my job in hiring Matt or being or supporting Matt in getting the players that he wants to develop. Matt, you know, this is a, these are huge years for these guys to prove they can step out of that monster shadow that is Aaron Rodgers and be NFC champions, NFC North champions, whatever that division Conference champion, Super Bowl champion, on their own. Lot to prove here. And I just think it's, I mean, it's going to be a hell of a lot of fun to watch. I think there's a lot to look forward to 
with this team? How's this defense going to play out? Do, if we get a Leslie Frazier, is up, does anything change? Do they do they look at the last couple? Do they look at the Minnesota game, last couple games of the season, maybe, and go, "We're going to do this. We're going to rely on our star players. We're going to use star power in this in this in, in a way that a lot of teams in the league do, but we haven't as to this point." Conversely, on offense, are we going to change and really mold this team around these young players and admit that it might be a struggle for a while? But we're going to get these guys to do it exactly the way we want them to do it at the highest level possible, and we're going to rep it. And maybe in a two years from now and three years from now, we're looking back at Super Bowl champions, at least the opportunity. There's just a lot of stuff that has to play out. There's still a lot of offseason to go. I know there's a there's kind of a, a big OTA mini camp, whatever it's called, uh, over the next week or two, and then they're going to get a break. And then 4th of July hits, and we'll talk about that with AG a little bit more. But when that 4th of July hits, it's like this, this July 5th this like gong goes off in your head. If you're an NFL football player, it's like, it's go time. You start, your personality starts changing and you get a little bit, you know, you start gripping the seat a little bit harder when you're at the movie theater and whatnot, it gets a little more emotional. So can't wait to talk about that, but until then guys, we're gonna do a quick show today. I'm Mike. Well, you can check me out at Mike 68 on Twitter process to perform on Instagram. If you like this show, hit uh, subscribe and review on our process to perform channel on, on YouTube. And uh, listen, everybody, have a great weekend. I'm going to do one block party this week. We're going to hit some. We're going to hit some tapes. So we'll do some film analysis on some NFL guys, some trench warfare stuff. Uh, that'll come out Thursday. Hope you enjoy it. Until then, have a great rest of your day. And go, Pat, go. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.